Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Welcome back. So great to have you here today. So we've been on a bit of a journey. Uh, The first started with episode 25, where I was talking about the 16 laws of Ifa. And then I got into the 16 truths of Ifa. And so over the last, this is our third podcast on the 16 truths of Ifa, because I just think it's really important for everyone to understand the framework or the kind of organizing framework, if you will, of the Ifa tradition. Uh, and so these are just really helpful, I think, especially if you're new, uh, if you're new to the tradition, if you're coming from other spiritual traditions or religious traditions, it's really helpful to kind of have an understanding of the framework. And I think these 16 truths really help uh, facilitate that. So we've gone through uh, ep- uh, the first through the eighth uh, truths of Ifa. And so in this episode today, we're going to be going through the next four, nine through 12. So in the ninth truth of Ifa, it says supremacy is evil. So another way is supremacy is very negative, very negative. And in this, the Odui Fa Obaro Ofun says, the farmhouse with a thatched roof, a big snake prostrates and crawls about on its chest. Ifa's declaration to the three Babalawo, also to the six advisors, when they were fighting for superiority in Ife land, they were advised to offer Ebo. Only the Babalawos complied. Now who's superior? Ifa is superior. So in this, it is important to recognize that in this Odu, um, Obaro Fun, there was a fight between the Babalaos, whose job it is, Babalao and Ienifa, whose job it is to, d- d- do, to perform divination, to give direction to the community, to an individual, and then there were the, these advisors, some people who, you know, said, well, you know, we have some, we have some information. We know we, we got some stuff going on, but they were all fighting to be, you know, the head, the head honcho, the big person in charge, right? So they're in Ife, which is the birthplace of, of the Yoruba people. And they're fighting for superiority as humans, just as, you know, as people, they're fighting for superiority, right? And so they go for divination. So Ifa is is giving them guidance. And Ifa says, you must perform Ebo so there can be some coolness and calm. Replace, come, it comes back into your relationships with one another. You must do Ebo. So the 16, the six advisors are like, eh, you know, who I bother? Like, we know we're great. There's six of us. There's only three of them. We know we're, we're awesome. We're, 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 we're all that. 
But the Babalao's understanding and knowing the power and the importance of Ebo making sacrifice, they went and they made the sacrifice. And then now Ifa says, so who is superior now? And says, Ifa is superior. And so that means really that this system, that when you follow, as you know, our Luo always says, Ifa's words do not fall to the floor. That means Ifa, when Ifa says something is in your destined path, that it is in your destined path, that the only thing that can stop it is you. That maybe you stop it by having bad character, continuing to not develop your character. Maybe you out there lying and cheating and stealing on the streets, whatever. I mean, you know, we can, we can, we can take things from people and you know, do it in shy ways. We can justify it, whatever, whatever, whatever might be going on. The other thing is that when Ifa says that something is for us, Ifa also says, and to basically balance things out, to help, to ensure, to protect what, what is coming, what is coming for yours, what is yours, you must do Ebo. And there's so many people, my friends, that don't do their Ebos. There's so many people that don't do their ebos because they're like, ah, oh, you know, I'm stronger than that. I know better than Ifa. Ifa doesn't, that's okay, but like, I'm, I got it. So no, that's not the way it works. So after all of this backbiting and fighting, which were humans fighting with humans, Ifa steps in and says, this is the way you must do ebo. The Babalao's understanding the power of ebo. They're the only ones that performed it. And so that then brings Ifa to this level it, it says that, you know, Ifa is, is superior, which means that it's just that Ifa, what Ifa's words and guidance are, it is the truth. Ototo, it is the truth. So the 10th truth of Ifa is really, really, I, I, I appreciate this one. You must never initiate harm to another human being. Mm? You must never initiate harm to another human being. And this in Oduifa Iwari Owarin says, whoever we extend our favor to, but who fails to appreciate it, do not inflict any wickedness on such a person. If you do him any harm, the wickedness will pain him. It is only the favor that he will not remember. So, I would also encourage you to think about this. When you go and let's say someone, you know, someone, you know, you're nice to someone or let's say you're dating someone and, and, you know, you feel like you're doing so much and you're so nice and so fabulous to them, but they don't appreciate it. They're like, oh, well, I expect this to be happening for me. And then you get in your feelings, we get emotional, we get upset, we get angry and we're like, you know what? I'm going to go key their car. (laughs) So what if you're out there busy keying their car because you're mad and, you know, the, the, the closed circuit TV catches you and let's say you have a really important job, right? And they get you, those, those closer, closed circuit uh, cameras, they get all of your face. It is not, it is not grainy, <laughs> nothing. People know who you are. And that wickedness so, yeah, it might pain, pain a person who comes out and sees this big, you know, their car has been keyed and, you know, scratch some crazy words on the side. It'll pain them, but it'll get you. And that's the thing that's really important. You must never initiate harm to another human being. 
So in this particular do Iwari uh, Ahwarin, it's just important. Like when people do stuff, you know, they don't appreciate us, they don't honor and respect us, just, just move yourself away from that. It's just important. Just move yourself away from it. Understand your power. Understand who you are. This is the most important thing. Understand who you are. Right? Like understand your power. Understand that you deserve to be honored and respected at all times. So number 11, the 11th truth of Ifa. Ah, this is good. You must never harm the universe of which you are a part. Now, this one is deep, y'all. We're talking about climate change. We're talking about pollution in the oceans and the rivers. We're talking about the animals that we consume. If, you, if you're someone that consumes animals and the, all of the stuff, the, 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 un, the unhealthy food that they might be eating that then we turn around and may eat. So you must never harm the universe of which you are a part. And this, the Odui Fa Iwari Ogbe says, if a fowl, that's a bird, if a fowl drinks water, it sings praises to Olorun or Olodumari, the ruler of creation. Ifa's declaration to the dove when in want of children. So in this Odu, it's very important. If the fowl drinks water, so if a bird is drinking water, she then starts singing this beautiful song, this beautiful vibration that is saying thanks and giving thanks to Olodumari. So if birds and animals can sing praises for the water that they have, What's our issue as human beings? One of the things that we do in our um, in our ile is that when we start um, when we start our you know we come together as an egg bay as a community, we we bless the water and we bless it for its power to cleanse us, to heal us, to wash us, to all of those things. So. For all of us, be conscious of water. Be conscious of the air that we're breathing. Be conscious if you're out there. You know, when I grew up, I grew up in a really rural area. And I remember, this was before there was any environmental consciousness. I remember we would get like antifreeze, which is a you put in your radiator to make your cars cool off as they're driving. We used to drain that antifreeze and pour it right into the river water. Or we would drain the antifreeze and we would... <laughs> on the land. And now as, you know, someone who has way more education and understanding, I'm mortified that we are poisoning the waterways, we are poisoning the animals, we are poisoning the soil where we then try to plant food. Um, same with motor oil, that used to happen all the time. But the same with trash, like any of you drive down the road and just throw your your candy wrapper out the, out the window. So we must never harm the universe of which we are a part. We are a part of this universe. The twelfth truth is there can be no discrimination. And in this uh, Odu, this Oduifa Osheo Turopan says, For years the elephant had been roving. The elephant was never hit with the javelin. For months the buffalo was wandering. The buffalo had not slipped into a ditch. A person who does not appreciate the value of a fellow human being who does not recognize the importance of another human being, a person who is not well-learned, is the one who will say a woman does not amount to anything in life. This is deep, y'all. So, one of the, in my studies, one of the things that has been obscured in history, and really deeply obscured, actually, if you're, you know, if you hear about goddess traditions 
or uh, earth-based traditions, or even traditions like Wicca. But specifically, if you've ever heard of the, you know, people talk about goddesses, go do some research. There are, there were goddess traditions. That means that the symbols of ritual, of honor, of respect were of the image of, of, of a woman with pronounced breasts and very pronounced hips. And those traditions are 25, 75, 30,000 years old. When those artifacts are found, they are as old as 75,000 years. I think that's the oldest one that I've, I've learned about. But it spoke to this entire... Um, way of being. And I've also have some really fantastic books that talk about, well, what happened that we went from kind of a goddess tradition of spirituality and acknowledgement to a more linear, uh, more linear masculine form of, uh, of, of worship. And some, some things that I've read talk about the advent of the, the, the more we begin to uh, invent or create the written word, that that really began to move into another side of our brains, which is much more linear and constrained. But when we were in a goddess mode, it was much more creativity, fertility, um, expansion, that that shift from from a goddess tradition or goddess traditions um, mother earth based traditions into this more linear, uh, where we have like, um, a single, in the Christian context, a single God that looks like a man, right? That we begin to discriminate against against women. We begin to discriminate against women. So in this 12th truth, there can be no discrimination. In this tradition, there are some challenges at times with the role of women. But in the beginning, I want you to understand this. The first Odu, Ejiogbe, and the second Odu, Oyekumeji, those two Odu give birth to the next 16 and from that the 256, 256 Odu. They are the principles of expansion and contraction or light and the womb-like, the womb of darkness, right? And both of those are necessary. They're critical, actually, to the functioning and the balance in the world. And so some will say one represents a masculine principle and one represents a feminine principle. So if it's in Odu, if it shows up in Odu, then we understand there can be no discrimination because every other Odu that comes, every other Ifa signature that comes from those two, Ejiogbe and um, Oyekumeji, Every other Odu is a combination of them, of those first two. So there can be no discrimination. It's very important. So in your walk, if you encounter people, if you're a woman and you are encountering encountering people or Babalaos, unfortunately that that or even Ianifa or women in the tradition that say that you have a lesser role or that you you don't have a standing in the tradition, it's absolutely 100% untrue. So the Camino discrimination. All right. So that is the 
fourth. So that's up to number 12. So that's the first, the 12th, 16 shoes of Ifa. Um, we'll have one more episode to uh, round out these and to have all 16 of the truths. Make sure you've listened. If you haven't listened to the last three episodes that talk about these, please um, and t- tap in and listen to those. Um, and you'll find uh, opportunities, hopefully, to sh- give me a shout out, send me a note if they're helpful for you, what questions you have about them. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So until we, until we meet again, orabo. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths Exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom Podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.